Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Eric Coram, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Nathan Bryan, an international leader in molecular medicine and nitric oxide biochemistry. This is the second episode with Dr. Bryan, where we are discussing one of the most important molecules in the human body, nitric oxide. In this episode, we discuss three things you need to avoid to protect nitric oxide production and three things you can do to promote nitric oxide production. In addition, we discuss his groundbreaking supplements and therapeutics. And he's been so kind, he's providing our listeners a special code entitled Blueprint. So if you just use the code Blueprint, you can get 10% off your next order of his amazing nitric oxide supplements. I didn't even know it, but when I was in pro sports and college sports, we were using the products that he was designing. And I just actually found that out after the interview when we were talking. So he definitely creates world-class products. But before we get started, I want to make you aware of a unique resource available to you. If you're looking for information or resources to improve your mind, body, or recovery, then sign up for my weekly newsletter, Adaptation. Every Friday, you'll get an email from me where I'll bring you cutting-edge science and tools you can use now to improve the way you look, feel, and perform. So sign up now by going to www.ericcorum.com or by clicking the link in the show notes. But now, it's time to lean in and learn from the best. Dr. Brian, I uh, really was encouraged and excited to learn more about nitric oxide. Maybe some of the things I foolishly did when I was younger, taking arginine. Obviously, the science is advanced and it's really interesting to hear about your work in that area. So what I would like to know is like, how can we naturally increase nitric oxide through behaviors, through food, maybe through supplements that are now available? I know that you're doing some great work in that area. I'd love to hear about it. Well, you know, it's, yeah, it's very simple. And, and you know, I get asked that question all the time. Number one, how do I know if I need nitric oxide? And number two, what can I do to prevent the loss of nitric oxide? And so to answer the first question, how do you know if you're nitric oxide deficient? Well, that's been a challenge for us in, in clinical medicine now for 20 years because it's not like your vitamin D or cholesterol levels. You can go to your doctor and get your blood levels because there's no lab for that. About 12 years ago, I developed a salivary test strip. So you, we got these salivary test strips now that are sold through several different companies but you just apply your saliva to them and it'll give you a readout of your nitric oxide. So that's one. But you really should look at symptoms. So if you have an elevation in blood pressure, you can't make nitric oxide. If you have sexual dysfunction, your body can't make nitric oxide. If you can't go and run 20 minutes or walk up a flight of steps without getting tired or fatigued, your body's not making enough nitric oxide. So then what do you do about it? So I tell people, you only got to do two things. Stop doing the things that disrupt nitric oxide production and start doing the things that are clinically proven to promote it. So let's let, we'll take those one by one. So yeah. what do we know? What disrupts nitric oxide production? The number one thing people are doing in America is mouthwash. There's 200 million Americans that get up every morning and use mouthwash. And not coincidentally, there are 200 million Americans that have an unsafe elevation in blood pressure. We and others have published, if you use mouthwash, it kills the oral microbiome, a lot of these nitric oxide producing bacteria, denitrifying bacteria, and your blood pressure goes up. So if you use mouthwash, you have to stop. And that that wow, is a big- that is shocking. I mean, what is the Dental Association of America? I don't know who, who they are, and but are they, are they up in arms about this? Yeah, what, I mean, dentists I think, typically try to do things in, with good intent, but there's right. there are always collateral consequences to anything you do if you don't understand really what's going on. Mm. So you, you can't use mouthwash and you can't use fluoride. You know, if, you, if you're using a fluoride toothpaste, fluoride, number one, is a poison. It's a right. neurotoxin. It kills your thyroid function. 
and it's an antiseptic. So if you're using fluoride toothpaste, it's killing all the bacteria, the good and the bad. So you have to get rid of it. So what we focused on is the oral microbiome. You know, the microbiome project has been going on for 30 years. Most people have devoted, you know, a lot of the research to the gut microbiome. We focused in the mouth. And what we're finding is anything that disrupts the ecology of the oral microbiome shuts down nitric oxide production, causes an increase in blood pressure. And in fact, I was on the doctor's show last year where we revealed for the first time, if you use mouthwash, you lose the cardioprotective benefits of exercise. Let me repeat that. If you're using mouthwash and you're exercising and trying to stay in shape, you're not getting the vascular protective effects of exercising. So you have to stop using mouthwash. You got to get rid of fluoride in your toothpaste. Fluoride's in municipal water. You got to get a home water filtration system to remove it. So you're not bathing in it. You're not cooking in it and you're not drinking. it. Those are the two biggies. And then the third one, which is probably just as big is our antacids. You know, antacids completely shut down nitric oxide production. And it's now clear evidence that people have been on PPIs. These are proton pump inhibitors, things like Prilosec, Prevacid, Omeprazole. People have been on those drugs for three to five years, have about a 40% higher incidence of heart attack and stroke because it shuts down nitric oxide production, increases your risk for heart attack and stroke. So if you just do stop doing those three things, you'll be amazed at how well your body reacts to that because your body can actually make nitric oxide now. Okay. So it's stop using mouthwash, stop using antacids. And then what was the other one? Fluoride. So the fluoride, fluoride, right? Right. Okay. I think most dentists have kind of shut down the fluoride piece, right? Or is that still, that's still in a lot of toothpastes? It is. I mean, most toothpaste contain fluoride and still most dentists, when you go to the dentist for a yearly exam, they want to do a fluoride rinse. And you know, my advice, right. people don't do that. Avoid that. Avoid fluoride. Uh, hmm. It's just, it's just bad news. And when I ask dentists why they do that, well, it's just what we've done for the past 50 years. Well, science has evolved for the past 50 years, right? Doing right. things that we did 50 years ago in the face of science. that People were smoking in hospitals. No, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So we, we were have sending soldiers cigarettes. I mean, not yeah. a great idea. We have to put in practice the new science that we've learned over the past 20, 30, 40 years. And that's the biggest challenge, not only in, in physicians, but dentists and any healthcare practitioners, they have to be aware of the science, the new emerging technologies, and then change their practice. Because here's what's apparent to me. Americans are sick, the sickest population on the face of the earth. So what, how we treat patients and the strategies we employ are not working. So what do you got to do? You can't keep doing the same thing, expect different results. You got to change your tactics. And I think everything, to me, it's no wonder why people are sick. Two out of three Americans use mouthwash. There are 200 million prescriptions written for antacids every year. 200 million prescriptions written for antibiotics and everybody using a fluoride toothpaste. Okay, so if we stop doing that, now let's focus on what's what we can do to promote nitric oxide production. Okay. We need more green leafy vegetables. Part of the second pathway to make nitric oxide is through diet. Inorganic nitrate is reduced to nitride and nitric oxide by the oral bacteria. So, and that's primarily found in green leafy vegetables. Moderate physical exercise. Exercise is medicine because it stimulates nitric oxide production. The third is just get 20 to 30 minutes of sunlight a day. So there are certain wavelengths of light, the infrared, near infrared, somewhere around 653 nanometers will promote nitric oxide production, stimulate mitochondrial activity. And then certain ultraviolet, the opposite end of the spectrum, will actually cleave nitric oxide bound to proteins. So we can re-release nitric oxide by exposure to certain wavelengths of light. And really, that's as simple. And if, and if you don't want to do that or have the discipline, then we have product technology that does it for you. I would love to hear about that. So 
I know that you have a, a supplement line that you've developed. Can you talk about that? Like what, what have you built in there and, and what's the difference between that and what we were talking about the last time with Arginine and all that other stuff? Well, if we, if we rewind 20 years, you know, we made a number of discoveries over 20 years ago. I filed for a number of patents. I have, I don't know, a couple dozen issued US and NI patents. So we know how to make nitric oxide. So the challenge for us and even Big Pharma for the past 30 years is how do you make a solid dose form of a gas with a half-life of less than a second? We no cracked idea. that code. Well, that's that's the basis of my discoveries. So we made wow. we make a solid dose form in the form of an orally disintegrating tablet. So we we put the active components in lozenge. You put it in your mouth as this lozenge slowly dissolves and dissipates. These actives come together, and we generate nitric oxide gas. In fact, it's the only technology in the world that generates nitric oxide gas. So it's different from arginine because we're not giving you precursors or substrates and hoping your body can convert it. Our philosophy was if your body can't make nitric oxide, then we got to do it for you, right? Mm. That's the basis for what we do. Now we've now innovated this in terms of a lozenge. We have a fermented beet powder uh, called NO beets that you put in water. Again, it generates nitric oxide gas about 40 parts per million. And then when you consume it as a shot, we liberate nitric oxide throughout the entire body. It's great for pre-workout, exercise performance. We put electrolytes in there to improve hydration because most Americans are dehydrated. And then we put mitochondrial ATP in there. The same rationale. Mm-hmm. If your body can't make ATP or cellular energy because you have mitochondrial dysfunction, then we provide it for you. I love it. So when I used to work in pro football, I remember one time we were, um, we were going to play in Mexico City at altitude. Yeah. And there's not a whole lot you can do. I mean, this was like really high altitude and, and, you know, it can make people sick. So one of the things that we did was, is like beet powders for an acute, I mean, we, we flew in as we didn't want to stay there very long. Cause if you, you either have to be there a certain amount of time to adjust, or you're better off just showing up and going. That's right. And so we showed up and went and we used that and it was helpful. I've all, I've used these types of products for a long time. I didn't know that you were the guy. So I'm really excited now to try yours, but there's, there's not a whole lot of supplements that actually like the research is really strong on, you know, we know creatine, one of the most documented, well-researched uh, products. And now we're looking at for brain health, but this is one of those products that I've used and I really like. I've used it with athletes for certain applications. And especially if you're doing things that are longer in duration or things that are really Really intense, like mixed martial arts. Uh, it's very effective. That's I do jujitsu, and I've used it before, and it's really helped sustain my efforts right. on the mat. Well, you know, we we were put to a different metric because I was a professor of molecular medicine at University of Texas Medical School in Houston. So we're we're taught and trained to develop drugs, right? Not supplements. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't right. a whole lot of enthusiasm around my discoveries and commercializing dietary supplements. So the leadership at the, at the university was like, "Well, let's let's put this through randomized placebo-controlled clinical trials," and so. Right. We've done that uh, with the technology. So we know it works. We know it's safe. And we know there's a huge demand for that. But, as, you know, you mentioned there's the challenge we face in the supplement nutrition space is everybody can say the same thing we can. Right. But right. very few products actually deliver on that. And so we've, I've tested every nitric oxide product that hits the market, every beet product that hits the market. 99% of those products that are marketed as nitric oxide do absolutely nothing. They do not move the needle on nitric oxide. That may provide some good nutrients and ingredients, but they do not move the needle on nitric oxide. We have the technology that does that. In fact, we're the only players in town 
that know how to make nitric oxide. I love it. We're going to put a link in the show notes if folks are interested. The lozenge sounds pretty interesting. Is it because we talk about the the, or, the microbiome in the mouth? As you, at the lozenge sitting in your mouth, are you feeling a gas release? Uh, are you like I don't you know what I'm saying? As you as it also passes through the digestive system, is it releasing nitric oxide? It's a subtle. So we 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 developed that to have a resident time of about five to six minutes. So you, mm. it's a slow release but we can detect it with a nitric oxide analyzer. You know, we've done studies where we put an ultrasound on the carotid and we can, within 10 seconds of putting that lozenge in your mouth, we can watch your blood vessels dilate, your, your arteries. How long does it last? How long does the effect last? It depends on what you're looking at. So if you look yeah. at blood pressure, we've done this 24-hour ambulatory blood pressure measurements. And typically, if you have an elevation in blood pressure, you'll see your blood pressure come down slowly over eight nine, 10 hours, and then it'll normalize. Uh, if you look at in terms of the half-life of nitric oxide and plasma nitride levels, you know, you see a half-life of, you know, two to three hours. So because nitric oxide is a gas and it's metabolizing these different molecules, depends on which endpoint you're looking at and which metabolite you're measuring to answer that question of how long does the effect last. But here's what we do okay. know. If your body can't make nitric oxide, we do it for you, then nitric oxide does its job. But here's the beauty of it. If you have normal blood pressure, low blood pressure, it doesn't further reduce your blood pressure. And that's a very important consideration in terms of safety. But the higher your blood pressure, the bigger effect you're going to see. Really interesting. Well, I really appreciate you joining us today. Once again, it'll be in the link in the show notes where you can uh, check this out. And then we'll also put it in the newsletter. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. If you enjoyed today's podcast and you're interested in purchasing any of Dr. Brian's amazing nitric oxide supplements, then go to www.no2u.com and use the code blueprint to get 10% off your order. That's an exclusive offer just for our listeners. The link is also in the show notes. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.